Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, thank you so much for loving us, loving us into existence, loving us without no reservations, even though sometimes we do things that don't deserve your love. So thank you for bringing us today. Thank you for bringing us uh, Catholic Radio. Thank you for bringing us in Acadiana, um, resilient people that know and love God and love to serve God. So um, as we gather here today, we ask our, our Blessed Mother to please pray for us and to be with us, all the angels and saints in heaven, to pray for us as we gather in your Son's holy name. Amen. Amen. Father, Father, Son, Son Holy, holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. My co-host today will be no stranger to the show, Mr. Calvin James. Hey, hello. And today's guest is Mr. Art Garrett. He is the owner of Acadian Religious. Welcome to the show, Art. Thank you for having me. All right. And so, look, like good Cajuns, we mispronounce things all the time. Sometimes I got friends that say Costco's, and it's Costco. But I always thought it was Acadiana Religious, and Art and I were giggling. It's actually Acadian Religious uh, for all of you good Cajun Catholics that, that shop the store. But anyway, Art, tell us a little bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. Wow. <laughs> I am uh, married to Lori for 37 years. We have three gorgeous young ladies as daughters. One of them is married to Jonathan. They have two boys, so I have so I'm a grandfather. I still have a senior in high school living at home at, at, at the ripe old age of 61. I have a high school student there, so that's always fun and always exciting to, to relive those high school years again. And um, been a lifelong resident of Lafayette, uh, born at the Lafayette Sanitarium. I love saying that. And uh, <laughs> and um, not because you're crazy. No, no, no. Just, yeah. I think everybody back in the <laughs> late '50s, early mid '50s, was born at Lafayette Sanitarium. Me too. And um, also a lifelong parishioner of St. Mary Catholic Church on Ducey Road. Right. I was married there. My wife came into the church there. My children were baptized there. My daughter was married there. My grandsons were baptized there. And um, I did youth ministry there for 15, 16 years, mm -hmm. a high school youth ministry. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a kind of fun story all in itself. So I'm going to ask the first question, if I haven't, uh, and then I'll let Calvin chime in here. But uh, did you go to Catholic school? Where did you go to uh, high school? I did. I went to uh, Our Lady of Fatima. Okay. I was uh, graduated in 77, back in the day when Fatima was a high school. Yep. That's where I first heard the name Calvin James uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in playing high school sports. And... Um, I played basketball, did not play football because my freshman year is when they decided to abandon football yeah. at Fatima. And uh, But we did bring in baseball, so I did an attempt at that. Wasn't too good at it, but uh, <laughs> basketball was my sport that I played uh, uh, pretty much all four years of, of high school. Nice. Go ahead, Calvin. Yeah, so you and Chris Whitney were friends? Me and Chris Whitney were on the same team, yes. Yeah. Uh, you still hear from him today? I do not. We had a gathering um Coach Broussard, Ricky Broussard, ran into somebody out somewhere and said, boy, really great if we could get all the players together again. So a couple of years ago is the first time I saw him in a while. 
see his mom and dad at church all the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, we uh, he was uh, class of '76. I was mm-hmm. class of '77. But yeah, there was a bunch of us there that met at uh, Pizza Village on Moss Street, and uh, we had a good old time just telling stories of of our days with uh, playing basketball at Fatima. We're good. Listen, uh, me and you are the same age. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I didn't know that. And then another thing I found out is your last name, Garrett. I didn't even know your last name. <laughs> I've been knowing you for a long time. But tell me, still, since you're 61, and I know you went to college, but what impact did your uh, schooling, going to Fatima, have on your life as you can see yourself coming up looking back? Looking back, you know, we had nuns always running around the school. There was a convent on the property. And uh, so I've always had nuns teaching me. The priests were very involved in our education at Fatima, weekly mass and things like that. But actually, what the, the big movement in my life towards Christ was somewhat after high school graduation. I gave, I gave an attempt. I gave it the good old college try at UL, and uh, that just didn't work out for me. So uh, I got into the workforce and, and started working in various little fast food restaurants and stuff like that. And then I found myself working uh, in the Acadiana Mall when the mall first opened back in 79, working for Zales Jewelers. Oh, wow. And um, that's kind of where I got my retail start, retail background, and, and kind of what I'm doing today in working retail, you know, owning mm-hmm. my own place. Took it over after a mom and dad uh, handed it off to me after they passed. Yeah, that's great. Uh, um, you know, that Fatima's not a high school no, anymore. Not anymore. But uh, it's it's amazing that you had the privilege to go to high. I mean, uh, elementary and high school over there, right? Right. Exactly. So actually, twelve years. Mm-hmm. Right. Twelve years. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Todd. It's a good number, huh, Calvin? Todd. Todd could. Uh, Related to that, yeah. So I'm 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 excited, and I want the audience to know that you're more than just a businessman, and more than just a church goer. Me and you, we involved with the guild at the uh, the, at the Carmelite the, the monastery, right? At the monastery. Right. Why don't you tell the audience how you came into to that, and how long have you been participating in the guild? Well, that that was introduced to me through Crucio. Amen. Uh, uh, West Castile, Martin Castile Funeral Home. Everybody, pretty much everybody knows West. I was inquiring about Crucio, and he kind of lit that fire under me and sponsored me to Crucio. And then uh, after that was over, the, the, the next step was, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do to further our, our faith journey? So he introduced me to the Carmelite Monastery and uh, on First Saturday Masses and the Easter Vigil. And uh, I've been going to, to the monastery for, who boy, 20 plus years i guess and uh of course we're missing the monastery right now with no with 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 the covid situation and and the easter vigil i mentioned that a little a few seconds ago it was a a regular visit that me and my daughter who is now 30 years old we would go to the easter vigil in our parish at saint mary and then go home drop the family off and then jump back in the car and drive out to the monastery for the easter vigil at the monastery and this was the first year in probably 10 years that we were not able to go to the Easter Vigil together at, at the monastery, which, you know, is sad. It's sad. And I, I know it's all going to come back one day, but, uh, uh, you know, we'll look forward to that when, when things open up again. 
you know, we had a lot of people in the studio before I've experienced. I've never seen somebody with such a look of joy on your face <laughs> as you're explaining yourself, man. This is uh, absolutely explosive. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm even more excited. I, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you. Art, uh, want to hear the story. Acadian Religious is such a staple in the community. I know I, as a kid, it seems like I've been there. It's been Y'all been there forever. I want to hear a little bit about how the store came to be, and uh, I mean, do you? And I'm going to ask a two-part question: Do you realize the impact that you guys have had on our community? Definitely. I mean, my goodness. Well, it's very humbling. I, I, I say it to my staff a lot that every time you know we see a customer walk in the door, we get real busy all of a sudden, then all of a sudden everything drops off real fast. <laughs> it's still with all the many options people have to shop. They still walk in our doors, and and we we're just so honored for that. So it's very humbling. How Acadian Religious came to be was um, way way back in the day in 1960, I guess. My mother and father, actually, my mother and father from Chelsea, Massachusetts. They met there. They were married there, and um, immediately my dad started playing minor league baseball. He was drafted by the uh, Cleveland Indians and uh, went into the minor league system. And um, I, it, it's funny to hear those stories that my mom would tell about the front porches they slept on and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and uh, my dad was transferred he was at an away game he got transferred came back and tells my mom he says okay I just got transferred and I found a place for us it's really nice it turned out to be somebody's front porch (laughs) so that that was really nice in my dad's eyes but anyway he finished his career in Lake Charles playing for the Lake Charles Lakers and uh, he kept for about five or six years before he retired, he was moving down the minor league ladder instead of up the minor league ladder, so he realized that he wasn't going to go any higher. So uh, what he did was he started working for Gordon's Jewelers and um, did that for five or six years, and he met through the wholesale account of Acadian Rosaries. The man that started the Acadian Rosaries here in Lafayette was a wholesaler, and he needed somebody to go out on the road. So my dad called on all the area churches outside the city of Lafayette, while the owner of the business, Joseph O'Sullivan, called on the churches and monasteries, and there was a bunch of convents around in the Lafayette area. Well, they got into an argument because my dad's sales were so much bigger than the in-town sales that my dad thought he mm-hmm. he needed more, he deserved more money. So uh, when they got this impasse of he wasn't going to get any more money, my dad threatened to quit, and then the guy says, well, you might not want to do that because we're getting ready to offer you and your wife the business. So uh, my dad stopped in his tracks, <laughs> they negotiated a deal, and they wound up owning the store after it was only two years old. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so it's been in the family since 1963. We've all we've been in the shopping center, the South College Shopping Center. We're the only original retail tenant still there. Wow. Um, and one of the things, you know, we're talking about that shopping center, every single business in that shopping center, all 21 of them are locally owned. Not one of them is a national chain store. They're all locally owned. A couple of franchises, but still the franchisor is here in Lafayette. Love that. You okay? So, uh, yeah, that's it's um, it, it is the epitome of shop local. <laughs> you yeah. know, the South College Shopping Center. I remember going with my grandmother to the S and H Green Stamps. Store. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> to redeem Green Stamps. Now I, I'm showing my age. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the uh, when they were building the bank building, I went walked over there uh, just to kind of mess around with they were tore they tore everything down over there the S&H green stamps and the 
the the car uh, there was a Western Auto there at one time, and I found two golf balls, an <laughs> orange one and a green one, and because there was a putt putt course there at one time, I remember that. So I, I went up to my landlords, David and Stephen Landry, and I said, "Hey, I got a gift for you," and I handed those two golf balls to them. They said, "Wow, this is you. Where did you get these?" <laughs> That's so, awesome. So yeah, but um, I've been in the store now uh, for a little over twenty five years. After my dad passed, I asked my mom if if I could join the business and. And she she said sure you know she was a little bit worried if the if the business could afford me, but after 15 years working for Zales Jewelers, I had a good retail background, and uh, I brought that with me. And then when my mom passed away a little over a year and a half ago, I became full owner, even though I did most of the ins and outs of running the business for the last 20 years. And she just enjoyed retirement, but doing so coming into work every day yeah, and, and not nice. really not really worrying about the day-to-day operations. Uh, she just kind of let me do all that. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. Today's guest is the owner of Acadian Religious, Mr. Art Garrett, just a, a wonderful man and a soldier for Christ and just a, a blessing to have him here on the show today. Um, Calvin, I'll let you yes. take your turn. Your turn. Yes, uh, being here with art it's like we're getting the the art of the deal (laughs) Uh, you know you talked about uh zales earlier and then you also talked about your dad being with uh, a jewelry company gordon jewelry uh, gordon jewelry how how did that uh tell me about that connection there well when um when it was obvious that i wasn't gonna uh college was not going to be a thing for me the regional vice president of zales jewelers contacted my dad and asked him, uh, told him that we're building, you know, we're putting in a store in the Acadiana Mall if, I, if he knew of anybody that they could employ. They were going to bring in a manager from out of town and a bookkeeper from out of town, but they still wanted to hire local people. And my dad just said, well, just so happens. I have a son. <laughs> he's 22 years old, and he's not in college anymore. And uh, he might, he, you know, you might want to talk to him. So he set up some interviews in town, and I was one of the people they interviewed. And then uh, he called me up later on that that night, and he said, "I want to offer you a job." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I can. This this is good. I can do this." So, uh, yeah, I started working about a week before the mall opened back in '79. I started working in the store, just helping him set up stuff and move. You know, learning the business, so to speak. I didn't know a whole lot about jewelry at all, even though my dad worked for a jewelry company. But uh, so I, w- I went into the manager training program, and then I became a manager. We opened a store in Northgate Mall. Then I went, I managed the Northgate Mall store. Then I went back to Acadiana Mall, and then an opportunity came uh, to go to Baton Rouge uh, in the Cortana Mall. So I took that and uh, stayed, like I said, stayed with them 16 years. Uh, my dad passed away in about my 15th year, and then I. Uh, I talked to my mom and I said, I can't, I can't do this mall thing for the rest of my life. You know, it's just a lot of hours, yeah. a lot of time away from my family. Art, so uh, you, y'all have a lot of books at the store. Um, are you a big reader? I am not surprisingly. <laughs> I am not a big reader. Um, one of the books that I'm reading right now, which I really encourage people to read is uh, my daily bread. It's a very challenging book. It's it's uh, I read it during my holy hour and uh, I just read one chapter and then just let God talk to me uh, through that. But no, I'm not a big reader. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that we carry. I wish I was, uh, but I'm not. My wife is a big reader, but I'm yeah. not. But I'm not. I, I yeah. want to say, I just want to say that there's, Calvin talks about businesses, especially in here in Acadiana, being anointed. And, yes. and uh, I know you, 
and I, I've never heard that until recently with him, with Calvin and I when we became friends, but it's true. And I know that your business is anointed, and I well, feel it when I walk in the thank store. You, thank you, thank know, you for it's that. It's such a good feeling. Yeah, my mom always store. used to say that. She said, God takes care of this business. God takes care of this business. Yeah. And then my daughter reminded me of that when COVID hit uh, back in March or whenever. Yeah. Whenever, you know, I'm, I'm a worrier, um, so I shared a little bit of that with my family. And then my, mom, my, my daughter just kind of looked at me, and she said, are you done? <laughs> Grandma always said, God takes care of Acadian religious. God's Absolutely. going to take care of you. God's going to take care of this business. And he, she said, don't worry about that. So he has, you know, he has for over 57 years. So I don't see why he would stop now. Yes. Uh, we, we talked about Chrysia. Yeah. And I'm seeing you a successful man. Where did Chrysia come in during your uh, journey? It was, it was about a year after my conversion took place that I was invited to go to Crucio. And um, again, uh, just a, a very, very great experience. I was telling Todd earlier off the air about my, my conversion took yeah, place. Yeah, I only hear about it. A conversion took place through an, an organization called Promise Keepers. Oh. Um, it is a, you know, is, it a, is it a Protestant uh, men's organization? I don't even know if they're as big as they once were. Oh, they still they still, they're still around. Yeah. Okay. And um, what happened was uh, my pastor at St. Mary's at the time, Monsignor uh, Bob Angel, who is now deceased, um, organized a trip. And um, he pre-purchased a hundred tickets and the convention was at the Superdome and he came in the store one day and he says, Art, are you going to come in, are you becoming with us to the, to the promise keepers convention? I said, no father, I don't think so. And, and he says, you ought to come. It's a, it's a, it's going to be a great experience. And my mother says, why don't you, why aren't you going to go? I said, well, I don't know. And then, and then my mom says, well, look, I'll pay for it for you if you go. So here again, you know, mom's taking care of her boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll pay for it if you go. So uh, I, I felt I couldn't turn that down. So I, so I went, and uh, and it, it was absolutely the time of my life. I, I never forget. Uh, Franklin Graham was the keynote speaker, and um, one of the challenges that they they listed was uh, one of the it was seven promises is what what they have, and uh, one of the prom one of the promises is to support your pastor. And and uh, and uh, and I and I really said, well, okay, well, if this is what I've been called to do. You know, there was other things, you know, ethical purity and and living, you know, your moral things that were on these seven promises. But the one that really stuck true was supporting my pastor. And um, when I got back from that event, well, before I got back, uh, I will tell you that uh, as in most Protestant events, they they do an altar call. Mm-hmm. Well, now. Uh, we know that in Catholic churches, we have altar calls every time we go to communion, right? So that's our altar call, yes. our saying yes to Christ to receive Jesus. But um, they did an altar call, and I didn't know exactly what that meant, but guys in our group were getting up and walking down to the Superdome floor to be prayed over. Again, something very foreign to me to be prayed over, but I felt, well, these guys are going. I'll, they must know what they're doing. I'll, I'll follow along, too. So I went down there and I met up with this guy, and I, I remember his name. His name is Tim. And he, he, we were looking for these guys with these badges on. So I walked up to him, introduced himself. He introduced, I introduced myself to him, and he prayed over me. And then bef- after that, he got my name and phone number. He said, because I want to call you. That's the process. I will call you. In a, in a, in a, in a, I will call you later on at some point just to try to check in on you. And, you know, I walked away. It was a good feeling. You know, I mean, I, I, I teared up. I was excited, 
but also very, very skeptical about this stranger that was going to call me in a week or so. Take you through well, the gospel. Well, well, you know what? <laughs> about a week or 10 days later, I have this phone call and I said, hello. And he said, hello, Art. And I said, yes, this is Tim from Promise Keepers. And my heart just melted. So that's when it became real, very, very real for me, yeah. um, is, is that your, his yes was yes, just like the scripture says, and, and he followed through, and I was very grateful. Then go, going back to supporting my pastor, um, during that process, um, there was a call to serve at St. Mary's, and there was these little booklets in the pews, and I've told this story a lot. Um, and I picked up the little booklet, and my eyes went directly to confirmation instructor. And I just said, Jesus, you know nothing what you're asking me to do. <laughs> and I closed that book, and I put it back in the, in the, in the, pew, in the uh, missile holder. The next weekend was the sign-up for Call to Serve. And it's like, all right, you said you wanted to support your pastor. Your pastor needs these things in the parish. Find something in this book that you can do. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just be an usher. I, that's that's serving, right? I'll be an usher. And I'm not belittling ushers. I mean, sometimes they're screaming for ushers at masses. But I opened up the book, and my eyes went to confirmation instructor again. And I just said, all right, God, fine. I will show you how wrong you are. That's confirmation. <laughs> so, so, I, so I signed up to be confirmation instructor and um, did a horrible job at it in my mind. But... Uh, but I did. I, I did that because that's what I was being asked to do. Well, make a long story short, 15 years later, I was heading up the, the youth group uh, at St. Mary's, taking the kids on retreats and bringing right. them to camp and uh, made a lot of great friends. A, a lot of these new priests that are, that are, in, that are in the diocese, the Pelletier boys, uh, Father Patrick Broussard, um, Father Neil Pettit, uh, all these guys were in my youth group, you know, so... Um, wow. So I, I met a, I met a lot of young men uh, through this through this process. Um, I've given up youth ministry about. Um, uh, it's, this is my fourth year that I've been out of it, uh, but now I'm on the RCIA team at St. Mary's, and we start up this weekend. Nice. What table you sat at? I sat at St. Peter's table. Good. Good. St. Peter's table. St. Peter and, a lot lately. And yeah. and yeah, and Father Father uh, Angel uh, felt that I should have been the table leader. So I when when I was. When, when I was told at the table that I was the table leader, I'm like, okay, what exactly does that mean? And I, and I learned I learned very quickly what that meant. You know? But no, I, I don't regret a minute of it. Um, I, I, I love every bit of it. I, I think that w- the opportunities we have for growth in our faith in, in Lafayette and Acadiana is phenomenal. And I encourage everyone listening that if you have not done a retreat, if you have not done Crucio, if you have not done anything in the in the ways of outside of going to mass i encourage you to to do that to look into it so the cajun catholics out there listening to this show you know uh art store is like disney world for cajun catholics and um (laughs) and there's a lot of interesting different things in the store i'm going to ask you a weird question but it's things i think about uh like (laughs) what is the weirdest or let me say um is there some things that have stuck out over time that y'all have sold at the store that that maybe meant something to a little bit more to you or to the guest or uh, or maybe some interesting guests that have come in? This yes, place? that's what I was going to. Interesting, me. interesting guests. You know, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody is on a different faith journey, and the things that I wouldn't think are necessary for my faith is necessary for others. Um, one of the things that that 
really blows my mind is is uh, chaplets. A chaplet is like a rosary, but it's but it's designed differently. So there's a chaplet to Saint Jude, a chaplet to Saint uh, um, Anthony, a chaplet to uh, Saint Michael, Saint Michael chaplet, Infant Jesus of Prague, and these are these are different devotions for different things. And there's prayers to be said on these beads. So some of them could be seven beads and a medal. Some of them could be like the 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 uh, the chaplet to Saint Michael is uh, was it five. No, it's four mysteries, but there's five beads for each mystery or something like that. It's different. So those kind of things that people like really devoted to that, um, how many of those we sell is, is really amazing to me. Um, rosaries in general of people that I don't know why. I've heard this a dozen times, two dozen times. I don't know why I'm buying another rosary. I've already got six, <laughs> you know, but they just, there's something appealing to the look of them. Uh, the design of them, the crucifixes, the, the the connecting centerpieces, or the beads, they're they're they just want another rosary because they feel they want a rosary. And you know what? I've got about ten myself, so you know, mm-hmm. I too. guess that yeah. yeah, you give them away too. Yeah, you give them away, right? Um, the uh, the another thing that that we do sell that amazes me is that you know the the little blue Pieta prayer book. Oh, okay. That's me. Nobody buys their first blue pieta prayer book they always get it given to them and then somebody because they're not very expensive so somebody will give them one then all of a sudden they're buying seven or eight or ten of them to give them away it's just it's just kind of so funny how that how that works is they walk up to the counter with like 12 of them and it's like i'm just giving these away i got i got given my first one and i'm just giving these away that's it that's my thing Mm -hmm. Uh, with the pieta prayer book it's calvin's thing Uh, yeah 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 Uh, todd's asking about this story i don't mean to cut you off but i want to know too also that uh, for you to recognize that there's people that go in the store to buy things and i know i'm one of them and as they're walking around they're not just searching they're praying oh yeah they're anointing the place Todd, (laughs) todd talked about that yeah yeah so you have to know that you got a lot of committed uh uh uh, customers, and they 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 come with different personalities, uh, sure. different uh, spiritual characters, and I know a lot of people have told me, yes, I pray every time I go in that store. So I believe your story. And and we have and we have we take prayer intentions all the time. We just let, we write them down. If somebody could you pray for me? It's like, well, hold on, that <laughs> you know that's a big thing you're asking me to do. So we want to make sure we get it right. So one of our ladies a number of years ago started a list of prayer intentions that we can write down just a name and what's going on and. And then we just offer up the rest of the day for that particular person and what, whatever their needs are. Have you ever had a priest come in and, you know, physically just do that, anoint the place, just bless everything in there? Well, when we, when we did, when we, when we were building the store, uh, Deacon Randy Hyde uh, blessed, the, blessed the store for us, uh, uh, but not on a regular brace, basis, you know, it just uh, uh, we'll always ask if a priest comes in, can you give us a blessing yeah. before you go? Every now and then, a customer will pull him aside and say, "Father, could you hear my confession?" It's like, "Do y'all have a room I can use?" And he's like, well, wow. put him in the stock room, let him hear his confession. That's um, awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. And every now and then, customers will ask, "You ought to have a priest in here once a week to hear confessions." I'm like, well, I've thought about it, you know. But look, our priests in this diocese are very, very busy, and uh, um, it's always something that we've we've considered, and you know, it's just a matter of trying to line that up. But maybe, hey. If if Father Champagne can have the uh, the, the ambulance, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> critical front down. Huh? Yeah, he's brought that in the parking lot a number of times too. Oh yeah, 
just a minute left in this show what goes by so fast but um art uh i'll just my testimony i, I bought many bibles from you guys and had them engraved with 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 the people's name and mm-hmm. it means a lot to the uh to the person and it could be somebody who's never read the bible but it's just something about putting their name on that bible that's made a difference in my spiritual life you know reaching out to others but um i like to hunt and fish and when i'm out in the country around acadiana i see a lot of blessed mother statues in the oh, country yeah. absolutely is that a big seller for you it is it is with uh with all the people out in their yards during covid uh, we've sold more outdoor blessed mother statues in the last six months than we've Beautiful. sold in three or four years um, but, and consequently, we're, they're made here in Louisiana. There's a husband and wife that live in Amit, Louisiana, nice. that uh, they cast those things up in concrete and bring them to us every every four or five weeks or whenever I call them and say we need some. Well, I know Art knows a lot of good Cajun Catholics. I'd like to invite him to come back on the show and bring a guest anytime. Yes, sir. Calvin, thank you, thank you for being here yeah. uh, today. And Art, just a blessing to our community. And I hope you I wish you nothing but God's best. And I'll be praying for you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, you've been listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. Uh, today's guest was Mr. Art Garrett. And uh, as always, we invite you to engage the Cajun Catholic in you. God bless. Amen. Amen.